remembering and celebrating Toby Keith this morning. In case you hadn't heard, Toby Keith passed away last night. He was 62 years old, and we've got folks sharing stories and pictures and, and that sort of thing. Remember when he came to Clear Country several different times and uh, different locations, and we appreciate that. If you'd like to share something, uh, you can do it on Facebook or shoot us a text message if you want, 800-455-5257. Toby's one of those guys that, uh, um, I'm just going to tell a story here. Okay. Um, settle in. Okay. As Liz says. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that no, today. I know. I know. <laughs> um, Analyzing Toby's career a little bit, I, I've always kind of enjoyed it, and I don't, I don't know that I ever met Toby. Never had any kind of insight with his people or anything like that. But he, he is one of those artists who always kind of had a bit of a tenuous relationship with Nashville and with the machine and you know the industry and the politics of it. He didn't want to play the game, and good for him. And he got out of it and went and did his own thing, which was good. I always remember, though, and this would have been early 2000s somewhere, and again, this is just my theory, just no inside information here. Okay. But it seems like a lot of times in with the CMA Awards, uh, an artist gets hot, and they get to that point where they can win Entertainer of the Year. And when you win it, you win it two or three years in a row. There's always just kind of a streak like that. And Alan Jackson, late 90s, early 2000s, and I'm guessing on the years, but it was around there. Alan Jackson was kind of the hot one and, and won that several years in a row. Well, then uh, Toby Keith and Kenny Chesney both kind of got hot about the same time um, in that same time frame. And they were both kind of, it was obvious they were the up and comers. They were the guys who were going to be the next Alan Jackson, the next Garth Brooks, the next, you know, big deal. Mm -hmm. And I can remember one year at the CMAs that I think for many people thought that one of the two of them would. It was their turn to win Entertainer of the Year. And Alan Jackson won it again. And Alan Jackson, even from the stage, said in his own very sweet, mumbling way, humble, I don't know that I deserve this. He says it's probably time to start giving this to somebody else. And he didn't mention anybody by, na by name, but I yeah. think everybody in the place was thinking, Kenny, your Toby's probably who he was talking about. But it was very nice. And so the next year... You thought, okay, it's going to be Toby or Kenny. And Kenny Chesney won, deserved it, absolutely. Either one of them deserved it. But Kenny won it, but then Kenny went on to win it. As you say, you get that thing where you win it two or three years in a row, and it just, Toby never broke through in that particular category because Kenny kind of had a lock on it for a while. So hmm. I always thought if Toby might have won it that year, it, it might have been, his relationship with Nashville might have been different. All of that. Who knows? And Toby did fine. I mean, nobody's crying for Toby Keith, you yeah. know. I mean, for his career, anyway. People are crying this morning because he's gone. Um, but I always just found that interesting that it it could have gone the other way, you know, if, if Toby would have won the award instead of Kenny. So. Right. And then you wonder where Kenny would be now if it did go the other way, too, uh, you know? Yeah, maybe Kenny would have been the guy who kind of went out on his own away from the Or maybe not. You know, maybe they would have gone back and forth for a mm -hmm. couple years. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? And we, you know, you hear about the politics. I, I all I know is I hear people talk about it. I don't know anything about the politics, but Toby was just one of those guys. He didn't particularly want to play the game and, and was very lucky later in his career. And he talked about this many times, too, that he, he kind of wanted to break away from that and do his own thing. And he had recorded an album, but he owed an album to his record label. You sign a contract and you have to give them, you know, so many albums. This and that. And he always said that there, his record label allowed him, and he was always very thankful to them, that he kind of wanted to, he got to a point where he could, I don't know what, exactly the terms of it, but he bought himself out, basically. Yeah. 
and they let him buy that album that he had done. He had done an album the way he wanted to do it, not the way other the labels wanted him to do it. And they allowed him to buy that album. And he was always very appreciative of that, that they let him have that, because that is where that second part of his career started. The first song from that was How Do You Like Me Now? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of that new brash, you know, the, the Toby singing fun songs and not just trying to do the Nashville thing. And that was really where his career just went off to another level. Hmm. So, I don't know. Just kind of interesting. Clear 99 remembers Toby Keith. We're celebrating uh, Toby and his music this morning in his life. Toby Keith passed away last night. He was 62 years old. And shocking news. Not shocking. Stunning. I said it this morning. I wasn't shocked, but I was stunned. And woke up this morning and first thing I did, grab my phone and look at it. And I told Liz, I saw... A, uh, a post that looked very serious, but I it was my eyes were blurry enough. It was early enough. I couldn't read it. And I grabbed the cheaters I keep by my bedside and put it. And I read it. And I didn't. It was it was the post from his people, his family, whoever talking about him passing away. And my first thought was, no, I thought is this one of those fake things that yeah. you know happens from time to time. Um, but it, it wasn't obviously. So uh, was stunned by that this morning and. The, for some reason, a couple of things popped in my mind, and the first one was my favorite Toby Keith story, which I had n- absolutely nothing to do with. It's just a story that I heard one time, um, and this goes back to uh, when Merle Haggard was still with us, and Merle was doing a show in Las Vegas, and this was towards the end of, of Merle's life. I think he passed away not long after this. His He was in poor health. In fact, he had canceled some shows, but there was something special about this Vegas show that he really wanted to do it. And so he was going to try to do it. Well, it turns out Toby Keith was in Vegas at the same time, have to be, and he saw that Merle was playing. So he thought, oh, I'll just go by. They were friends. He said, I'll just go by and kind of hang out uh, backstage and just kind of watch the show. So Haggard goes out and, and does a few songs and realizes there's no way he can, he can finish it. He was just in that poor health. And so he took a little break and he walked to, to the backstage area and Toby was there and they got to talk a little bit. And, and Merle said... I don't think I can do this. And he said to Toby, he said, how many of my songs do you know? And Toby said, all of them. And Toby Keith went out on stage and did about two and a half hours of Merle Haggard songs. None of his own stuff, yeah. just doing Haggard songs for two and a half hours to help out Haggard because he just couldn't finish it. Now, here's the one that'll give you chills this morning. I get in this morning and I'm reading some stuff, not even about Toby Keith, just kind of a this day in history that happened on this day in 2016. Wild. I was like, okay, there's some cold chills. Yeah. If you didn't have them already. So. I mean, just think about just think about that for a second. The fact that Toby just went there almost as a listener, almost as a fan. Yeah, fan, yeah. Not expecting to go on stage, yeah. not expecting to perform whatsoever. And the fact that he was able to turn it on just like that, not play his songs, but Merle's songs, and do it amazingly in the process. And and what a perfect Toby Keith answer. When you think about Toby, you think about the the brashness, the bravado. Yeah. How many of my songs do you know? All of them. I know all of them. And so he goes on stage and does two and a half hours of Haggard tunes. I always think about this song, too, because this is the one that when Toby kind of broke away from Nashville, started doing his own thing, and kind of had the second part of his career, it all took off from this song right here. How do you like me now? That's what I wanted to be was a songwriter. So the song was always that important to me. Clear 99 remembers Toby Keith.